because if you've tried to get a taxi over the last number of months, you're probably only too aware of the issues when it comes to supply and demand. Uber, which is one of the apps working in this space, is looking to change that, resolve it in some way. And earlier this week, I caught up with Kieran Hart, who is the general manager of Uber Ireland, who told me what the company was launching on Wednesday of this week. So today we're launching uh, Uber Reserve on our black product in Dublin. So that aims to provide improved reliability for riders and hopefully more earnings opportunities for drivers. And explain for those who may not be familiar what, what what the Uber black offering is. The reserve product allows passengers to be able to schedule a pickup time up to 30 days in advance. So it really helps for those times where people need to get to, to airports, to meetings, to train stations, et cetera. And hopefully the reserve product will provide um, extra reliability for riders in this market. And we understand that it's unfortunately a very much an unreliable taxi market at the moment. But is this something that's exclusive for people who subscribe to Uber Black? No, so Uber Black's available to everyone in the app. It is It uses licensed limousines as a service. And so the reserve product will launch initially on Uber Black and I'll be able to book a reserve product using Uber Black through the app that everyone uses. And can you just tell me a little bit about the why here? You've kind of alluded to it there about the, the demand the last time we spoke, it was coming up to Christmas and you expressed concerns about the demands on services around that time. But I know myself in the last number of weeks, you know, I've had appointments, I've had meetings, I've had hospital visits, I've been trying to get taxis and it's very, very difficult. So was that the why as to, you know, the reason for the introduction? It is. We ran a survey earlier in the year about people's experience of booking specifically taxis in the market. 37% of people said they had experienced issues of there being no drivers available. So this is an issue that we know is not only happening just in Dublin but around the country, and it's happening not only at peak times and holidays but throughout the weeks. So the reserve product is something we've launched out uh, globally before and we're bringing it specifically to Dublin now on our black product to help provide users and our passengers with a reliable method of, of booking a car. Is there an extra charge for reserving a a car in advance? There is. And so the extra charge helps for reliability in that it, uh, I guess, basically enables drivers to be able to take the time off to get to the pickup point in time to make that pickup reliable. And what is that fee? The service fee will depend on um, what time of the day and, and where you're using it, but it's a marginal service fee on top of the of the booking fee, and the riders will see that um, when they go in to book the app as a total price. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last time we spoke, I asked you about, uh, I suppose, drivers using different platforms. So a few years ago, there was only really one app you know, in the Irish market and it was great and it was reliable. Every consumer pretty much had it on their phone and a lot of the drivers were moving from you know, radio companies to this method. Obviously, there are other players in the markets such as yourselves now. And one thing I've noticed when I've been in the, in the back of a taxi is that drivers are hopping from app to app looking for jobs. Have you seen an increase in the number of drivers using your platform? And can you tell if they're using your platform throughout the day or if they are hopping from place to place? 
We certainly are seeing an increase of drivers using using the app, and that's certainly happening in Dublin and also in Limerick, Cork, and Galway, where we've recently launched. Um, what we see is that, that drivers are indeed using multiple apps to give them the best opportunities of, of receiving the best trips that suit them. So um, what we are seeing, I think, rather than just sort of the apps competing for drivers' attention, it really does point to there is a shortage of total taxis in the marketplace, and that's why it's harder to get a taxi on any of the apps you might be using than previously. So what can we do or what do we need to do to get more drivers to, you know, alleviate some of those issues? We think there is a path forward um, and we're really keen to work with with government and the NTA to, to help address this problem. And the first thing we need to do is just encourage more drivers into the industry. And we need to do that by broadening the eligibility of the vehicles that they can use to drive in the industry. So that's more taxis and more hackneys on the road. And we think that we need to bring in proportionate testing for drivers so they don't need to study for up to six weeks to memorise all streets and local amenities in a region before they can get a licence to drive. Now, most of us rely on sat-navs to get our ways best from A to B. But in terms of... Like is that a is that a funding issue? Is it a policy issue? You know, and the conversations and the engagement that you've had with those bodies that you've just mentioned is the sense and the tone optimistic that change will come. Well, we think the shortage in the industry is undeniable. We're hearing that from Dublin Bus. We're hearing it from Dublin Airport. We're hearing it from all the major operators in the marketplace. It is within the NTA's remit to broaden that vehicle criteria. So start allowing more vehicles to become hackneys and taxis in our marketplace. And that will certainly help. That's when we what we hear from drivers is that there is certainly a willingness for, for many people to come and join the industry, but they're held back by the tight restrictions around what type of vehicle uh, they can only get licensed to join the industry. And also by that that testing, having to memorize streets and landmarks. Um, to be able to join the industry, the I don't know any about anything about it. But what are the restrictions in terms of the vehicles that can be used? So at the moment, the vehicles only um, vehicles that can be transformed into wheelchair accessible vehicles will be licensed for brand new licenses in the industry. So people who previously have been in the industry are able to uh, drive sort of more standard saloon cars. Whereas now to get a new vehicle license, it needs to be a very particular type of vehicle that can be transitioned into a wheelchair accessible vehicle. Okay. And are, are, are the, is it, you know, a financially attractive proposition to be a taxi driver? It's saying just in the cities that you guys operate in, you know, is there enough opportunity for a taxi driver to earn a good living that warrants them, you know, whether it is putting petrol in the car or spending a few hours a day charging the car, whatever it might be. Uh, is it as good a, a living as could as, as it once was? Yeah, it certainly is. Some of the data the NTA recently shared showed that only 29% of, of drivers are actually driving on weekend evenings when the demand is the highest. And that's because there's such great demand out there and there's such 
little supply of taxis on the road that drivers are making ample amounts of money from driving Monday to Fridays. What we really need to do, which we're, Uber does really well in other cities around the world, is bring more cars onto the road when we actually need them. And we think we can do that, as again, by, by broadening the industry, bringing more taxis and more hackneys, which are the, the pre-booked services only, onto the road so that they can um, match and, and, and really meet the demand of the city as it rises and falls. Um, when I've been in America in the past, I've used the rideshare service. So you know, you book uh, like an Uber pool. I think it is not. Is that is that the term? Is that something that could be used here in Ireland? There are some challenges with regulations around uh, shared taxi services. So that would be something we'd need to to work with the NTA to iron out. But certainly, um, the the pooling services, the ride sharing services. Um, can really be, be be a good source of opportunity to help. Mm. I, I want to talk briefly just about uh, EVs because we do a monthly slot here on the show and uh, before the break we just heard from Derek Riley who was talking about uh, the changes that are happening in terms of grants. Is the rise of electric vehicles, is that adding to the, you know, is that is that a benefit? Is that a good thing for taxi drivers to be able to tap into? You know, yes, there is a big outlay at the beginning in terms of an electric vehicle, but it does have a whole host of benefits as well. Is that something that you're seeing at all? Yeah, the, the NTA have done a great job in both educating drivers and providing the opportunities for grants, et cetera, to, to shift to, to electric vehicles. Um, but the challenge, again, is that, that's a very, very small opportunity for new drivers wanting to enter the industry. So great opportunities for current drivers to upgrade to WAVs, um, which are being uh, very much appreciated by all the drivers we speak to. But the challenge is, again, with uh, the current vehicle restrictions, there are a tiny amount and very hard to get your hands on an EV vehicle, which could be uh, turned into a, a wheelchair accessible vehicle. Mm. I, I always ask you this question, but I, I'm sure the answer is yes. Are there further plans for the expansion of Uber services here in Ireland? And are you looking at what's going on in the other markets in which you operate to see what and how things can be, be implemented in, in this country? Yeah, we certainly are. Even if we just look across the water to the UK, we are seeing record numbers of drivers uh, entering the industry. So we're actually seeing... Uh, record numbers of drivers coming on to service the towns and cities in which they're operating. Um, we have opened up, as I said, to Limerick, Cork and Galway at the end of last year. We've now actually opened up the app to drivers right across the country. So any driver across the country can uh, register, uh, get verified through the process and download the app. And then they can be meeting the the local demand that is occurring in their towns and cities as well across the country. So we expect to grow and we hopefully can be part of the solution which which can help bring a more reliable transport to Ireland. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. We do appreciate your time. Uh, Kieran Hart, thank you so much. Thanks, Jess. That was Kieran Hart of Uber speaking to me on Wednesday of this week. Now, when we come back here on News Talk, we're going to chat to Keela Brodigan about the changes that are happening in the audio landscape.